0: everyone, I'm Grace Beeson and this is the Because Why Not podcast where I help you to love your life just as it is. I'm a mindset and relationship coach, a 20 plus year wedding planner, a mom of two young boys, a wife, a daughter, a sister, a friend and a relatable human on a constant journey of spiritual growth and personal development, all with a lot of laughter along for the ride. I'm a self-help junkie, a cookie addict, Bravo TV lover, and a former party girl committed to showing people there is joy to be found exactly where they are. Thanks for joining me. Hi, everyone. It is Friday, July 10th, and we're still here. We're doing it. What a time to be alive. That is what I just keep repeating out loud because it's what I continue to feel and experience. What a time to be alive. The world is still going crazy certainly our country is, um, with COVID and our country is with everything else going on, everyone having, um, major breakthrough, not, I shouldn't say everyone, but so many people having, uh, powerful awakenings with regards to racial justice. And that's a beautiful thing. And at the same time, there's such a great divide in this country and people are being pitted against one another. And, um, you know, all of this real ugliness is taking place. And, of course, you listening, you and I know that uh, the best things in life come when we realize that we are all one and the same. Right. We all everywhere are human beings we are having the same human experience there there are differences between our cultures and where we live and what our daily lives are like yes of course sure obviously but we're all having this human experience and we here in america are certainly having the same experience here together so the fact that we are um purposefully being driven apart and set apart um, and that everything is becoming so divisive because of the politics in our country is just terribly sad, terribly, terribly sad. And as it relates to COVID-19, incredibly destructive and dangerous because we know that the only way that this is going to get better is if we band together, listen to science, pay attention to the facts and to those who really understand and know what is going on and that we um, agree to do what needs to be done which is to wear your freaking mask Karen put on your mask there are so many cute masks out there right now that you can buy I mean everything from sports teams to I mean, everything. I had one made um, with hot pink lips on it because I miss my lip gloss and lipstick so much when I'm out in public. So shout out to Skip Hop Stickers on Instagram if you want to order a really cute mask. Um, But yeah, show your flair. Wear your mask. We now know that the most tried and true, most effective way to not catch this virus is by wearing masks. Okay, guys, I'm just going to put that out there. I think all of you listening already know that. Um, but that's where we are. Here we are in this moment in time. So for those of you listening in another dimension or another decade at another time, it's July 11th, 2020. And uh, we need to be wearing our masks. Okay. So, it's hot, hot, hot in North Carolina. It is frying egg on the sidewalk hot. We have entered the heat of July. It's overbearing. My kids are so crabby today. Like, too crabby to go to a swimming pool. And no, they don't realize how fortunate they are to be able to go to a pool. And that so many people are not able to go. And I do spend a lot of work. With them talking through what we are able to do and how much we, um, you know, are able to do and how grateful we are, how lucky we are, all the advantages we have, even though we've had to remove so much from our lives, but it's still hard for them to, you know, have a concept of it. But um, we do gratitude lists. Just as a little trick with my kids, if you want a trick for anyone grumpy in your life when they're super grumpy, I say, okay, it's time to list five things you're grateful for. And I have them say it out loud. And I watch them shift from their heads to their hearts in that moment. I mean, it brings them down a notch so quickly. It's really amazing. I mean, what an incredible tool. Um you know, with all of my law of attraction studying and my love for Abraham Hicks and Abraham Hicks publications and Wayne Dyer and just all of that language and all of the law attraction um, works uh, that they put out there and have put out there in the past. um, There's so many things that stick with me about the law of attraction and about manifesting. And, um, I just wanted to share one of those things quickly that just came to my mind, which is that I read somewhere, Abraham Hicks saying, practice gratitude, like a religion, practice gratitude, like a religion. And ever since I read that, You know, I did have a gratitude practice, not necessarily a gratitude journal anymore, although that's something I dabbled in for years, Um, but not on any consistent basis. But what I do consistently is sort of think about everything I'm grateful for, and I do say it out loud. And there is a power in writing, so I do want to say that there's a lot of power in writing. So I try and do that as well, because that really reinforces your uh, feelings And allows you to shift your thoughts. Um, But ever since I heard that, practice gratitude like religion. Wow, have I been. I mean, I have been all day. And I get my kids to do it too. And, you know, what Abraham always says is that until you can be in a place of being fully grateful for what you already have and feeling the good feelings of having all of that that you want, you won't be able to bring into your life any of those things that you want. So there is so much power in being consistently grateful for what you have and also for what you want. And I know that is a foreign concept to people who sort of haven't dived into or even skimmed the surface of this sort of language around the law of attraction studying. But I, um, Have gone so deep into it. It's now been like 14 months, and I feel like I understand it so much more and can share it in an articulate way. And I want to continue to do that with you. But today, I just want to say practice gratitude like a religion, make it your constant practice every day. You know, anything that we want to get better at, we have to practice. Everything from, you know, riding a bike to playing an instrument to meditation, to practicing gratitude, um, to a certain style that you do your hair in, whatever it is, you have to do it every day to make it, um, stick. You've got to practice it and practicing gratitude like religion. I find to be not only a really powerful tool towards leading me to feeling really, um, content, happy, joyful, fulfilled, wholehearted. Yeah. Fulfilled is the word. Um, yeah, I, I lost my train of thought, but that was really it. That's really it. It's just been such a, such a, um, great tool for me. It makes me feel really happy. And content and in this world we live in with so many trials and tribulations and so very many things that we cannot control. What we can control is the way that we feel and something that I believe to be so significant and so vital is to care so much about how you feel. Care the most about how you feel. Care more about how you feel than about what anyone else is thinking, saying, doing, whether it's real or perceived by you. And this may sound terribly selfish and it is, but not terribly. It's selfish, but it's good. Because if you care more about how you feel than about anything else. You won't let things get to you. They just won't get to you. This is my constant practice with my children. And of course there are bumps in the road and times that I fail, you might say, or, or struggle with it. Um, And they, the boys get to me and I lose my cool when I, I'm not in this place of caring more about how I feel. But when they are driving me crazy or when we're at odds with each other, if I have the presence of mind, which is much of the time to say to myself quietly or in my mind, care more about how you feel than about what they're doing. Care more about how you feel than by letting their ridiculous, annoying, frustrating, asinine behavior get to you. And when I do that, I'm able to just move through it. And guess what? Usually they stop their behavior. You can try this trick with your boyfriend, with your husband, with your boss, with your wife, with your girlfriend, with your children, with your mother, with your mother-in-law, with your, I mean, anyone There are always people who are going to get on your nerves, right? Or who you have this, um, contrast with or difficult situations with or difficult communication with. Um, and I will say from personal experience, the times that I get the very most riled up, the times that I, um, end up, um, exploding and yelling, screaming, banging around, wanting to be right, being so mad and clenching my fists and almost pounding my feet on the ground. Those are the times when I'm caring the least about how I feel. Now also, well, and I'm just wanting to be right. And do you know that saying, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? I love that. I want to be happy so much more than I want to be right. I want to be happy so much more than I want to be right. And this is also a good reminder that we fly off the handle or our tops spin out or we yell or bang around when we're not giving ourselves enough time and enough care. When we're not filling up our cup or filling up our buckets in the ways that we need to. Whatever that means. So for me, it's taking walks it's having great conversations on the phone with friends it's doing my quiet writing it's doing daily meditations even for 5 or 10 minutes it's recording this podcast you know it's um getting a pedicure if that's possible i just got my first one in 4 months it's pretty amazing um you know for me it has a lot to do with having quiet time and it has to do with exercise and um I like to bake because then I can be really focused just on the baking and not on anything else. I love to listen to great podcasts. I love to learn. So, we have to know what those things are that fill up our buckets and fill up our cups. And guess what? When we don't, there's going to be something that sends us right on over the edge that is really not a big deal. And it's because we're depleted, we are empty, we are bone dry. So, so yeah, I mean, I guess this all comes down to the importance of, um, giving yourself what you need, prioritizing yourself. I always say advocating for yourself, advocating for yourself is a major form of self care and self love. I mean, what greater love can you show yourself than by putting yourself first? And it really is antithetical to what we've been taught in our culture and in our lives about um, putting others first. And what I want to say about that is that we, you, I have to be okay, have to be better than okay, have to be fulfilled in order to be able to be there, to show up, to be fully present for others and to serve others and to give the best of that we have to others. Um, you know, I know full well that um, I have the spiritual work that I do on myself, but that my work in this life is to give to others and to help them in meaningful ways with whatever they're going through, whatever that means with coaching, with planning a wedding, with, Whatever that means, you know, I'm, I continue to be shown by the universe the ways in which I am meant to be showing up and helping and guiding others, and there will be many more. I believe that now, and I remain open to all the things, and certainly this pandemic has given me that. It's given me the time and space to stop trying to categorize myself and put me in a box and go from I was this to now I'm that Um, And that's the great work of coaching, too, is, you know, identifying what our identity stories are and um, what we want them to be or how we become okay with where we are and who we are and change our identity stories um, into something that that um, allows us to see that we are whole as we are. Um, But this this time has given me the ability to practice more of all of these things because of having this time and space. Um, And I know full well there were weeks and weeks where I wasn't giving myself the time and space. I was not prioritizing myself and I was so myopic about helping my boys. And guess what? When I was giving all of my time and attention and care and effort and energy and emotion to my children only, everything suffered. My husband suffered, my children suffered, I suffered. You know, it was like putting our hands closer and closer and closer to a burner and then we ended up getting burned because I exploded because I hadn't given myself anything. And so when I returned to filling myself up and giving myself what I needed beautiful things started to flow again including this podcast including the things that I create you know I feel like I've had more abundance in so many ways to give to others because I've been giving to myself and that's such an important reminder for us especially uh we women um moms um we who um just inherently give and give and give and give and give and feel that it's our job and our duty and our purpose in life to deplete ourselves for the benefit of others when really we had it all wrong. And the truth is that everyone else benefits when we give to ourselves first. And so today I wanted to talk to you a little bit about something I've been thinking and feeling about and that keeps showing itself to me this week in various ways through conversations with people, friends, things that people have bring bringing up to me, um, something that someone shared with me to read, um, a coaching call, just all these ways that this has been threaded through my week. And, you know, as with all things with this podcast and everything I create, these things arrive and it's time to share it. And it's about happiness, meaning, and purpose. How happy are you? And what makes you happy? What gives you meaning in your life? How much meaning do you feel that you have in your life? How might you find more meaning in your life? And purpose. What is the purpose of your life? Do you know your purpose? Do you feel compelled to find your purpose? Find a greater purpose? Find a different purpose? So I've been thinking a lot about this this week And feeling a lot about this and connecting with people about these things. And it's just been really, really cool because it shined a light on them, of course, for me. And allowed me to look at them in separate columns and identify these things in my own life in separate columns. And sort of list out what the things are in each of the columns. And then how they affect each other and what my life is like when I have one of them but not the other two or two of them more but not the third and which feels more important to me right now or what am I wanting to create in my life not strive for in a way that feels hard but what do I want to create You know, so I wanted to bring this to you today before the weekend to challenge you to spend time this weekend thinking about this, about happiness, meaning, and purpose in your life. How happy are you? What does that mean to you? What makes you happy and how might you create greater happiness in your life? What is the meaning in your life? What gives your life meaning? Do you feel that your life is meaningful? If so, in what ways? What gives you meaning? And purpose, which is so different from meaning. And I think often the two get confused. Do you know what your life purpose is? Have you ever spent time thinking about that or really getting in your heart and feeling about it? Do you feel that your life has purpose? Do you want it to have more? Is your purpose growing and changing? My purpose certainly has grown and changed over the past year and continues to as I remain open and willing to learn and see and listen And discover where I'm supposed to be, what I'm supposed to do with my purpose, how I might serve people in the best way or in a meaningful way with my purpose and with my many skills that go far and beyond having just one purpose You know, so that's really enlightening. Like you may think you have one purpose in life, but maybe you have many and maybe they're to be combined or changed or shifted. You know, I, I take purpose to be, what are you, um, meant to be doing or what do you want to do with your resources, with your mind, with your creativity, with your skills? What are you putting into the world? And your meaning is what fills you up, what gives meaning to your everyday, what gets you out of bed, what lights you up, um, what makes you feel full, like you're leading a full, fulfilled life, right? So for me, what comes up with meaning is that my children and my family give meaning to my life. I feel that my life was given real meaning when I became a mom and that it gave even more meaning to my relationship with my husband. My purpose is about being able to serve other people and help other people in whatever way that I can, and I continue to figure that out. I did not understand that that was my purpose Um, until this past year, even though I had a career for 15 years or 20 years where I was serving people, where I was helping them plan events and weddings, but I didn't really realize that my purpose is to use what's in my heart to help people move forward in their lives. And coaching helped me realize that and helped me become a coach. And now the process and the journey is, um, how to to do that in many different ways. Um, And happiness is happiness, but I do think it's different for everyone. What really makes you happy? And it can be little things, of course. Like I always say, an iced coffee and a pedicure and a Bravo show makes me happy. That's real happiness. That's joy, But then there's like the soul connection, the soulful happiness, right? Like watching my husband and boys together laughing and tickling and playing. That's like deep soulful happiness that I feel on a cellular level. Or uh, seeing the mountains, being in the mountains in Colorado where I grew up. That's deep soulful happiness. That's like part of the blueprint of my soul, um but you know there's a range there's a rainbow of happiness and and it's really a cool cool process to go through this to really identify how happy are you do you want to be happier and if so what might make you happier what can you bring into your life call into your life create in your life to bring about more happiness Now, today, despite what's happening in the world and in your town, what might give your life greater meaning during this time and moving forward? And are you living a purpose-driven life? And what is that purpose? If you don't know, how might you find out? Take some time, write down what it is that lights you up, how you want to share your many, many, many gifts with this world. That, I believe, is your purpose, even if it's not your career. Does that make sense? Your purpose does not have to be your career or how you make money. So I want to challenge you with that this weekend or this week or whenever you listen to this to take time to think about those things, write about them, talk to a friend about them, feel about them, see what comes up. This is a really, really intense time. It's really hard in many ways, I know. But it is also a time of incredible opportunity. Still, and still, four months into all of this, officially, there's still the opportunity to dig dig, dig deep, dig deeper, see what's there. Uncover what's there and how you might move forward to lead the most fulfilled life that you can lead. So I'm going to leave you with that. I did it. I recorded a podcast without anyone slamming through the back door. My kids are playing at the neighbors. So I'm not going to look a gift horse in the mouth. I'm going to wrap this up and send it on its way for the weekend. And I really hope you can make some time for yourself or will choose to make time for yourself this weekend. I send you love and hugs and so many healthy, good vibes. Always. And I'll be back with you again here soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you would pass this episode or any other along to anyone, you know, who might enjoy it or who you think might benefit from it. And if you can, take some time to leave a review of this episode or any episode of the Because Why Not podcast uh, at Apple Podcasts or anywhere you listen. It helps so much to get it into the hands of other people who might enjoy it and benefit from it. Also, please visit anchor.fm slash podcast to support this podcast. You can scroll to the bottom of the page click on support and make a one-time donation or become a monthly sponsor. It really helps me to keep going and to create these podcasts for you regularly. So thanks again and take care of yourselves. Bye.